from Youngstown, Ohio, inside of Kappa Studios, this is the Fourth Quarter Cast. the fourth quarter cast yeah. people yeah it is your boy k moore we are back we have some adulting to do so we haven't been here in a while but we are here back on the mic <laughs> and we got cap yeah and no other person yeah, here that's it. just us two just the old crew this feels like it's the old crew yeah this song old crew from 92 92 we weren't even thought of that's crazy I think all these guys are dead now? No, they're they're all well alive. Alright, cool. Yeah, great. Anyway, we got a we got a nice little show for you guys. You know? NBA playoffs kicked off last week. Um we we obviously missed a couple things. Um and we're gonna dive into them a little bit today. Yep. And we're and we're gonna give her give you our thoughts and be out of here. Cause um we're going to a Charlie's. Yeah. Unlimited chicken tenders. Yeah. Chicken tender day at O'Charlie's. So, first off, want to give a shout out to Nate Blair, yes. who won our uh, fourth quarter cast uh, NCAA tournament challenge. Yes. So, uh, congratulations Nate. is in order yes. for Nate Blair. I really Great thought Four QC was going to win it. Four QC did good. He did not that bad. Like it, it did really, really good. Yeah. I think it came in like second or third yeah. or something. Yeah, really close. But Very uh. Close. So, Nate Blair, congratulations. I think he ended up winning like $55. Yeah. So. That's a nice that's a nice that's, that's a nice, nice date right there. That's, that's a nice good. date. Let's yeah. take the lady to, you know, get some dinner. Nice nice extra cash you got going on. <laughs> um So, yeah, here we go. Uh the NBA playoffs in full swing already. Um it's crazy because it feels like yesterday we were on this podcast talking about LeBron joining the Lakers. Mm-hmm. In the past off season, yeah. talk and then that same podcast talking about Boogie going to the Warriors, yeah. and here we are in the playoffs. It's crazy. Here. Like this is this is it. We are in it. Uh, so first thing on the agenda, the Warriors, obviously at the top of the headlines as always. Mm-hmm. The Warriors blow a thirty-one or three-one point lead to the Clippers, Shut and <laughs> I hate you, Cavs. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> As soon as they realized that they were up by 31, they were like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not winning them today. So um, they blew that 31-point lead to the Clippers, and Andrew Bogut also came out today that he tore his quad, and he is Andrew out. Bogut. What did I say? <laughs> Andrew Bogut. Oh. <laughs> he said Andrew Bogut. Because it said boogie on the thing, and I boogie. read boogie, and I, re- and I thought DeMarcus Bogut. Cousins. All right, so DeMarcus Cousins, boogie is out for the remainder of the postseason. Probably out for like six months at least. Yeah. Torn you know? claw is not something to play with. Yeah. And something he's serious. seven foot. It's <laughs> a lot of weight. So, Warriors uh, and the Clippers are now one and one in their first round series. Yes, they are. First of all, I want to say I love Patrick Beverly so much. And I would hate him if, if he was on another I, team. If yeah, I were to go against him. But you, I, you have to. I love him. Yeah, because he's getting like game one. The the Warriors won the game handedly, and like even when the game was in like you know it's pretty much over. Patrick Beverly's still getting technicals. Right? Like, what, dude? You're losing. You're going right. to lose this game. Right? Why you keep going? But that is the testament of what this Clippers team is. And it's just the the pairing of putting the the putting Patrick Beverly and a guy like him on a guy like Kevin Durant, who at least in the social media realm has been labeled as very soft and very like not very thick skin yeah. to put Patrick Beverly on him and just seeing what's come of this, like yeah. of him getting ejected in game one and then fouling out in game two. I mean, it's, it's working. Oh and yeah. It's, I, I mean, it. I think, I think people, it was kind of like, ah, oh, it's working, but like, okay, like the Warriors are still winning. Right. And then for this to happen and like Patrick Beverly fouled out, so it kept Durant. <laughs> right. And it's like, you blew a 31-point lead, and Patrick Beverly is on this team. Like, right. their best player is Lou Williams. He comes off the bench. Mm-hmm. He dropped 30. 36. 
Yeah. Like you and like eleven assists. You can't do anything about like that that's just a testament of what this Clippers team is. I think they're a very feisty team. They're a team that will play literally until the clock says zero. They don't care. They will play as hard as possible. Which is exactly what you need if you're not a great team and you have to play the Warriors. And you're playing the Warriors. The Warriors are a team that they will bl- they can blow you out in the blink of an eye. You would be down by two and you look up, you're down by twenty one. In their case, it's down by thirty one. Um but a lot of teams, like you said, when they play the Warriors and they get down 31 points, they're like, okay, this game's over. Let's just chalk this one up. Well, and the same for the Warriors. Like, if yeah. they're up 31, oh, yeah. they're thinking this is, this is game – this is the first series, game two. We're up by 31 points. We're coasting the rest of this game. Exactly. We're up by 31 points. We don't got to play anymore. nothing to worry about. We're the Warriors. Yeah. Like, we're fine. So, that leads into my first uh, main question. Does this make Golden State vulnerable? Absolutely. Because they're going to beat the Clippers. That's that's a fact. They're going to beat the Clippers. Right. But now that teams have seen what is what is possible, if we get under these guys and we actually compete and just get under their skin, it's going to be scary, especially when you get in the later rounds. Because this, this playoffs is way more competitive than, than last. And now Boogie's not there. So you're a regular Warriors team now to people. Kevin Durant is no longer, uh, oh, they got Kevin Durant. Now Kevin Durant's a part of the equation. It's like, okay, we we, we figured you guys out. Yeah. This is go- They're being very vulnerable this postseason. People saying, well, oh, the Warriors still going to the championship. I don't know because it's not looking too good. You got Patrick Beverly, who's maybe 6'2", guarding Kevin Durant, getting under this dude getting them in technicals and getting them in foul trouble. It's not looking too good because when you get in those later rounds, when you're playing the Nuggets, when you're playing, I mean, hopefully Thunder. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But Thunder, Portland, like when you play in these teams, as you get deeper into the postseason, things are going to get a little bit tougher. You're going to start tightening up a little bit more because Steph Curry had a great game. He did. And he still lost. Right. So, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Like, this series, not so much, but as they go on, it, it, you're going to start to see Golden State starting to fall apart. Right. And Slow. it's cool, too. Like, Patrick Beverly, man, I can't say it enough. Like, I mean, he was under not even just Kevin Durant, but everybody. everybody. He was on everyone's nerves. Like, when he <laughs> finally fouled out, you saw Draymond Green, like, waving bye to care. him. Like, uh, he was about to get back on the court and say something Draymond uh, Green. Like, he was like, you want to keep going? Uh, and, I, I mean, like... I think even reported asked him after game one, like, do you think you're responsible for like how chippy the game gets? He was like, No, that's that's how Patrick Beverly plays. Right. And Kevin Durant even said that. It's like that's how he plays. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready for that, he will frustrate you. Right. He is the irritant. Yeah. So I mean it's it's gonna be interesting. This the rest of the series is gonna be is gonna be fun. Speaking of the rest of the series, will they lose another game this series? Hmm. I say they do. But it won't be like a like blow a thirty one point lead. It was like it would be one of those like the Clippers just they won the game. They just won the game, right? And and the Warriors just couldn't hit. But I say I say Clippers are going to take a game at home at some point on this you know this stretch. Every single other game, the Warriors are going to blow them out. Literally, they're going to blow them out. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Yeah. So we said Boogie is out uh, with a torn quad. With Boogie out. Assuming Golden State and Houston both advance into the next round, does Houston have a legitimate chance to take down Golden State? Because that was the biggest thing last year when Houston almost beat Golden State. If it weren't for Chris Ball going out, it seemed like Houston just had all the size. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think anything, and which is unfortunate that Boogie got hurt, but anything that goes against the Warriors just, just boosts everyone else's chances, especially Houston. Because Houston feels that they have their number. They've mm-hmm. been in three times yeah. in the season. They feel like we can beat this team. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, all you healthy, we don't care who you are. We can beat you. Because you have no one on your team. Clay Thompson's a great defender. Draymond's a great defender. No one on your team can check James Harden. And at this point, before you were in trouble because people were like, Boogie can't guard James Harden on pick and roll. Because they're switching. I'm taking that matchup all night. Now there's no boogie. 
now you're you're looking at Andrew Bogut and Kevin Looney to guard this guy. That's scary. I'd take a vet guy that's, you know, has some superstar, you know, traits to him. You know, I'm going to take this challenge. But when you have Kevin Looney checking James Harden, you have Andrew Bogut checking, checking James. Are you kidding me? That's a bucket every time. Yeah. And this whole, I, I don't know. And the whole thing with how people are guarding James Harden now, now that the Bucks figured it out, you know, when they played him, just sitting on his left, it's not going to work, buddy. Not going to work. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna score. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Moving out east into Toronto. Well, I should say out north. Into <laughs> out Toronto. North, yeah. Kyle Lowry. All right. A dog <laughs> during the regular season. Now, he this is playoff do, Kyle Lowry. Just doesn't do it. This is playoff Kyle. continues to be playoff bad. Kyle Lowry. What, like, I don't Seven understand. Points. Like, Seven points. What is it? Is it like a mental thing? I, like at this point, I think it is. Like you come out because now it's like a stigma. Now he's like, "Oh man, it's playoffs coming around. Are, I, exactly. I never perform in the playoffs. Nobody expects me to perform in the playoffs, but here I am. I got to try and do it." And he just collapses. and I don't, I don't get it. Like it's not. And now you have you have guys that have been on teams that were legit. You have Marcus Gasol on your team. You have Kawhi Leonard who won a championship. Right. The pressure now is even more less than it was when you had Demar Derozan. Because I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt when he had DeMar. It was literally DeMar and Kyle Lowry. If we didn't perform, we're going to lose. With this team, you cannot perform and still be in the game. Kawhi Leonard's that good. Marcus Gasol is that good. He's going to give you that postseason Marcus Gasol. But when you're giving me seven points, my guy, what are we? What are you doing? Sure. What are they paying you, you, you this money for? Now they're probably wishing we traded you and not DeMar DeRozan. Like, what are like at this point? It ha- you got you got to get it out of your head. I think it is a mental thing. Like you come out with that performance. Now it's like, oh shit, it's gonna happen again. Right? It's ridiculous. So, so, so will know. this will this be another inevitably disappointing postseason for Toronto? Another I think so. early exit. I think so. Another falling they, flat on their face. I will say. Now. I've said this throughout. The, I think the Magic match up with them very well, just because of their size. A lot of people they don't match up with them because they have Siakam, who's six nine, plays wing. OG, he plays wing, but he's six eight. Like these are big guys. Kawhi Leonard can play multiple positions. They have guys that can play multiple positions, and that plays right into the Magic's hands, who have guys who are six ten playing the wing. Aaron Gordon can do whatever he wants. He can't be stopped, and so. The matchup, I think, doesn't necessarily favor the Magic, but it plays into their hand to where they can now compete in the series. I think Toronto will win the series. But again, much like the Warriors, as they go further and they start to play better teams, you will now start to see if they're going to break down and this Kyle Lowry is going to affect them and, and, and be a detriment, or does he wake up in the second round and say, you know what, or even the second game and say, all right, I'm going to come out, be aggressive, shoot the ball. Because I think that's what they're going to have to do to get this guy going. They're going to have to get this guy going and say, AL, take, you got to take 20 shots today. Just be aggressive. Just be aggressive. Because Kawhi Leonard, you know what you're going to get out of Kawhi Leonard. Right. You know you're going to get a consistent 25, 5, and 6, and you're not going to have problems. Kyle already got to show up. He's making the Kyles look bad right now. <laughs> He's making me look bad. It's, it's pissed me off. Kyles of the world are all pissed at Kyle Lowry Literally. right now. <laughs> all right. Um. So regardless of the postseason outcome for the Raptors, is Kawhi leaving no matter what? Mm. Ah. So how Whoa. how far, how successful of a postseason do the Raptors need to have to have they any chance make, they of have retaining to make it Kawhi to the Leonard. Eastern Conference Finals? They have to make it. They have to make it. If you do not make it, and if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm looking at the Clippers right now with no star, no no real star. Tobias has Closest thing to a star as and, far as a starter. And a personality. And a personality, yes. Because they really – I mean, their personality right now is literally we're going to be there all night. We're going to irritate you all night and play right. defense. And we're going to make we're gonna make good plays. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm looking at the Clippers like, hmm, I get to play with – I'm going to play for Doc Rivers, who's a defensive-minded coach. I love defense. I'm going to be the guy. There's no – there's no one that I have to compete with and be like, oh, we got to – you're going to be the guy. 
You have guys around you that know their role. Montrezl Harrell plays his role. Lou Williams does not mind coming off the bench. He just had 36 last night. Him and Montrezl Harrell have combined for like 140 points in two games. They have no problem coming off the bench. You ha- you don't have to deal with egos on this team. I'm looking at that team like, yo, if you guys, <laughs> if we all mess up this year, I'm leaving. And so him leaving is not inevitable. I think it is it, very possible. But if they make the East Conference Finals, they make a case. They make a case. Huh. All right. I was thinking the finals. But nah. You know why? Because we're going to get into it later. You already know who's making the finals. You already know who I think is making the finals, dude. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I wasn't saying, you know, anyway. Uh, still out east, 76ers, uh, being weird, as it seems like they always are. Just like, they're just a very odd team Yes, for whatever reason yeah. it happens to be. I don't know. Very weird team. So, uh, they had the cell phone incident during game one. Which is ridiculous. Joel Embiid and, uh... Amir Johnson. Amir Johnson. I don't know. Like, he should be fine. Like, he should be, like... Like, no, you can't That's against him. league rules, like having you, your cell phone on the bench. Do, like, what are you on? Why do you have your phone on the bench, bro? Right. And then Joel Embiid's just all lip in it like it's about him. Like, right. What? Right. So, regardless, cell phone uh, during game one. And then there was some weird, like, I don't giggling. know. They were giggling in the post game of game two, like... After he, like, apologized. Well, not really apologized. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. People were talking about it today. Yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah. I don't... Anyways. Uh, so, can the 76ers... Amid all these strange distractions, um, can they still succeed? In yeah, this environment? I, I, th- I think they will. Um, are we talking about succeed like past the first round? Yes. Oh in, yeah, yeah. In yeah, these yeah, playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think I think they just have too much talent. As far as you know, just on I mean on paper they just have too much talent. Uh, the Nets, very good team, much like the 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 Clippers, hardworking team. They'll do the little things to you know. Kind of, kind of limit that talent, you know, distance between the two. They they kind of do the little things, rebound, go after loose balls. But when you have Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons, Jim Butler, and Tobias Harris, and JJ Redick, bro, come on, like that's you should be destroying. You you should be destroying, and which they showed last game. They scored fifty one in the third quarter. Right. So, um, I mean, I think I think they will succeed. Get out of the first round. Um, and I, I think, I think Ben Simmons, I will say in these first two games, is figuring out what he has to do to still be effective in these games. Like last year, you clearly saw he was not ready for the game plan that people like threw out at him. We're going to sit on you. We're going to pack the paint and we're just going to switch everything because, Hey, forget it. We're packing the paint. You right. ain't like you gonna throw in Joel and B with three people around him. Right. So, I think he's starting to realize I have to attack. I have to try to get in the lane multiple times, try to touch the paint at least two, three times throughout possession so I can find J.J. Wright, find Jimmy Butler, find Tobias Harris. Because when you're just dribbling at the top of the key waiting for a play to happen, it's not, nothing's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to suck. So, I think Ben Simmons is starting to, he's starting to figure it out. All right. Um, so, kind of talking about the environment in this 76ers team with this with that you know the cell phone thing especially yeah. having that like it is does that fall on the shoulders of Brett Brown 76ers head coach and regardless if this if they don't get past the second round of these playoffs is Brett Brown on the hot seat or is he is he fired i mean as far as the phone in situation, like Amir Johnson's been in the league for a while. Like it's true, dumbass. You know you're not <laughs> supposed to play. You're in, a, and it'd be different if it was like a regular season game, right? And you're playing like it's some crappy team. It's the playoffs, bro. You just lost game one, right? You're losing, and so that that has nothing to do with Brett Brown. It has everything to do with Amir Johnson. Second part, if they make it, let's say they make it to the second round and get bounced again. Yes, he's on the hot seat, but I'm not saying, like, yeah, we're looking for a new coach. I think he's on the hot seat as far as, and again, I'm I'm more of a, like, look at what he's working with type of guy. His point guard can't shoot threes. He it's can't true. shoot. Like, that's hard to game plan for. Okay, we can run this play, but 
Ben can't shoot the ball. He's going to have to drive it. That's hard. That's hard for a coach to kind of kind of uh, maneuver around. Like sure. not even not even like shoot threes. I mean shoot at all. But like but you have so many more options. And you have and and, like and that's you got uh, Joel Embiid. You got Jimmy Butler. That's true. You got Tobias Harris. You got JJ. Like there's so many other what? options. Guess who's handling the ball? Ben Simmons. Just then just distribute to all those other like I don't know. But what what can you do? It's very think about this. It's it's very hard when you're packing it. You know when a team's packing the paint, right? It's even harder when the guy that they're playing off of can't shoot the ball. Like at all. Not a mid range jump shot, not a floater. He's not shooting the ball at all. So that's hard to maneuver around and say, okay, Ben Simmons is gonna be our point guard. But ah, everything's gonna have to go to the lane. The guy can't let it go unless he's within five feet. Exactly. So. And I and I'm packing the paint. Like when you play a team that knows I'm going to pack the paint, yeah, like that's that's hard to maneuver around. Yeah, you're an NBA coach. Yes, you're top four team in the East. You just figure it out. But that's hard to maneuver around when your point card can't shoot. And so, like you said, they have multiple weapons. But are we? What does Ben Simmons do off the ball? Because is Jim Butler going to pass him the ball? Is he going to be a distributor? No. Nah. Tobias Harris. No. Joel Embiid. No. JJ, no. these are all guys that are brought here to score the ball. JJ, three point shooter. Tobias, just all around score. Jimmy Butler, all around star. He can just, he just, he just puts the ball in the basket. They don't call him Jimmy Pass it. Call him <laughs> Jimmy Bucket. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, so Jimmy Pass. So I mean, him being on the hot seat. Like when I heard this, like, kind of surface, I was like, what, what can he do when his point guard can't shoot? So. I, I don't know because I think if even if they fire him, next question has the same problem. Right. What do we do with Ben Simmons not being able to shoot? Sure. And he's an all star, which is ridiculous. I can't understand. Yeah, that's that's he's an all star. He can't shoot the ball. That's completely insane. Woo. Anyway, uh, moving on. Still out east in the playoffs, the number one seed Bucks dominating so far in this first round. Giannis looking good. I'm making the Giannis face. Kyle's hype right now. Making the Giannis face. <laughs> but looks like he just farted. I did. <laughs> but so are yeah. the Bucks a lock for these NBA finals? Out of the top teams, they're looking the best. They really are. Out of the Sixers, out of the Celtics, the Raptors, they're looking the best. Now the Celtics, they did their job, took care of business. But I'm far, as far as dominating, now granted, Pistons don't have Blake Griffin. I get it. But is Blake Griffin really going to stop Giannis? Is he really going to cause a problem for Giannis and that team? No. He's not. Not even close. So, the Bucks. I've been saying it all year. All year, they're going to the finals. <laughs> they are going to the finals. They are just too good. Budenholzer's game plan is literally, I have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Greek freak, he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. He cannot be stopped, and guess what? You want to pack the paint? We got Eric Bledsoe. We got Chris Middleton. We got Tony Snell, Pat Connaughton. We have anyone you want. We can throw it to the you know three-point line. They're wide open, and they're going to hit the shot. You can't do anything about it. And by the way... There's a seven foot two guy that's sitting in the corner. Brooke Lopez is knocking down threes at a very high clip right now. So when I think of all that in my head, and by the way, Giannis is six eleven, seven foot, doing whatever he wants in the paint. He's a matchup problem. You can't. Who do you put on him? Who? Now in this series, Blake Griffin probably would be guarding Giannis, but I guarantee you he would be eating Blake Griffin alive. Now Blake will get loose, but guess what? Your little, you know, 28 and 5, <laughs> that's nothing because Giannis has 34, 10, and 8, and he can't be stopped. This guy is unreal. I don't know when people will start to realize this. The Celtics are in shambles. They don't have one of their best defenders in Marcus Smart. The Raptors don't know where Kyle Lowry is. They can't find him. The Sixers, their point guard can't shoot. I don't see how they're not the favorite to get to the finals. And every all year, oh 
oh, yeah, the Sixers are going to figure it out. The Celtics are going to figure it out. Oh, Kawhi Leonard, he's going <laughs> to. And guess what? <laughs> Who's still number one in the East? Pretty much been number one in the East all year and dominated. What do you do about that? <laughs> exactly. It is funny. Because I don't know how Giannis and the Bucks are never in the conversation to go to the finals. They say, oh, yeah, they're a good team. Blah, blah, blah. They are too good. They need to start realizing this. The West is going to be competitive. The East is going to be competitive. But when it comes down to it, the Bucks are going to be in the finals. That's, that's just simple. I don't get why people just don't talk about it. I don't get it. No one talks about it. It's oh, true. The Bucks are going to the final. No one says it. It's true. Everyone's hung on the Raptors and the Celtics. I don't. I don't understand. I just want to know. It's going to be crazy when the Bucks end up in the final, and they're probably going to win. It's going to be wild. What? They're probably going. Oh win. wow! Probably all right. Win. Well, we'll hit that later. Um. Woo. All right. Moving back out west, our final NBA playoffs. Question, talking point. I didn't even know you put this on here. This is silly. This is silly. <laughs> OKC, Oklahoma City Thunder, are struggling, to say the least. Struggle bus. Struggle They're bus. They're on the struggle bus coming into the playoffs. Struggle bus right now, Oklahoma City. Um, Is Paul George regretting anything? Hey. Yeah, he's this great point anything. in time. He's regretting <laughs> everything. Everything. They started off a little shaky. They went on a hot streak. He's like, wow, I'm so happy I stayed OKC. MVP candidate. You're MVP candidate. You're balling. You're playing best basketball you played in years, right? And then after the all-star break, I don't know what happened to the water in OKC. They just start playing horrible, like bad, losing. And at this point, you are in the first round. Now, mind you, this time last year, you're playing Jazz. And Joe Ingles and rookie Donovan Mitchell were feasting on you. Literally feasting on you. Like, oh, we got Paul Drew. Oh, this is a bucket. You're all team defensive player. You're getting dismantled by a rookie. And Joe Ingles. Let me reiterate that, people. Joe Ingles. Bruh. So, you're playing a Portland team, in my opinion, that has better players than Joe <laughs> Ingles. And don't get me wrong, Joe Ingles is a bad white boy. But you got C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard eating on you. Russell Westbrook, Paul George, you got one of the best defenses in the league, and they are literally doing whatever they want. That's embarrassing. So Paul George right now, he's probably wishing, like, damn it. This is going to happen again. Now, again, it's early. You only play one game. I get it. But that ain't, no move that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. But the fact of the matter is, is that you seem to be going down the same road you were going down last year. Because this happened last year. True. Started off shaky. Okay. They got time to jail. Go on a hot streak. <laughs> Go stumble into the playoffs. And we lose to the Jazz. It's almost looking like the same thing. But instead, you're losing to Portland. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand. If you don't leave this year. Now, granted, if they beat the Blazers and make a run, it's different. But if you lose in the first round again. So, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you're looking at what's his? Didn't you sign a big contract for that yes, or something? Like, how many years? I think it's, I want to say three more years. Like, like what are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you like, yeah, I'm demand trade. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, you what What do you do? So, I don't I don't know what Paul George is thinking, but... um. Sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> Have fun out there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oklahoma City. Next topic. All right. So, uh, didn't mention it um, when it happened, but the Lakers officially missed the playoffs. Yes. Well, freaking Lakers officially missed the playoffs. LeBron uh, missing the playoffs for the first time since 2005. Yeah. 
absolutely insane. Last time Tiger won a, a Masters. <laughs> right. And something in the WWE, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Triple H and Batista in yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. And then yeah. it all. Congratulations to Tiger. I'm so happy. I know, right? Like, people that don't even watch golf are so happy for right? Tiger. It was amazing. Because I feel like no one knows, like, obviously, you know, like, Bubba Watson because he has a dumb name. Sure. You know, McElroy because he's, he, he, he's, he's Australian. Right. He? Yeah. Like, Something like that. And you know Jordan Spieth because he's American. Sure. But everyone knows Tiger Woods. Right. Everyone. Right. He's, he's golf. Yeah. Like, no one cares about Phil Mickelson. Jack Nicholas, screw you guys. It's Tiger Woods. Right. I was very happy about that. Yeah, it was awesome. And yeah. then at the end, like they did that side by side from when he he hugged his uh, son. Yeah, yeah. And then it they flashed it back to the and last time to when he hugged his dad. Yep. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. 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 So huge, huge moment. Yeah. To say the least. Uh-huh. But Lakers. Yes. In shambles Literally. right now. We don't Magic Johnson is gone. Coach. No coach. Magic Johnson is gone. Like absolutely in shambles at yeah, the moment. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So pretty awful right uh-huh. now. Um, but besides the point, sticking to LeBron uh, exclusively, um, especially with this injury, his first big injury in his whole career, um, it is. it seems to be obvious that he is definitely on his way declining down. Yeah. He is... Very, very. He could very well be it's in like decline a right now. Decline though. Like, okay, we're gonna stay here for a while. There's a little. There was a little then, slope. Yeah. Then you're gonna. And then but we're still yeah, here, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm still the best in the world. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but LeBron definitely closer to the end than he is to the beginning. Obviously. Yes. So. Once he has been dethroned mm-hmm. as the greatest player in the world. Yep. Who will take the title? as the greatest player in the world. <laughs> I can't say I disagree. That's what I'm saying. Jan is onto the Kumpo. He is literally eating. We have not, and this is why I say this. Kevin Durant, OKC. The biggest knock of Kevin Durant and OKC, he wasn't aggressive enough. He let Russell Westbrook kind of do whatever he wanted. Okay. That's, that's easy. Okay, I get it. You don't make it any better. You go to the Warriors. Everyone hates you now. Now everyone's saying you're only getting open shots because you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green on your team, not to mention Boogie Cousins on your team now. So we've never really seen Kevin Durant by himself. Now we've had stints of him by himself. Russell Westbrook goes down. He gets to carry team. Not successful. Steph Curry goes out. Golden State. This is when the whole talk of like, well, Warriors might be falling apart. That's when it all started. We've never seen Kevin Durant by himself, carry a franchise by himself. Giannis Antetokounmpo? He's been doing it for a few years now. He knows what it takes. And I'm not talking about knows what it takes to win a championship. He hasn't gotten to that point yet. But he knows what it takes to progress. Okay, we won the first round this year. Oh. Okay, let's try to get the second round. He's progressing. He went from, okay, Bucks are a threat. No, five C. You don't want to see him in the first round. He'll give you he'll give you some games. Now you're a number one seed. Now, during the season, you're dominating the team. You're not just, oh, we're just beating them because, you know, things just went our way. No, you're dominating teams. You're you're down fifteen and a half and beating teams by twenty three. Like you're you're that good now. Giannis Antetokounmpo is about to be dog. And unlike Ben Simmons, unlike Ben Simmons, Giannis knows I can't just be, uh, I'm just going to go drive the lane and kick it, rebound the ball. He's become a, a defensive player of the year candidate. That's scary. That's really scary. He can now shoot threes a little bit. You can't just leave him open. You can't just say, oh, yeah, we're going to leave Giannis open. He's going to hit it. He's an NBA player. He's an MVP candidate, soon to be MVP. He's going to do it. He's he can't be guarded. Like he's getting twenty. He that's guaranteed. Like oh, he's gonna get twenty. Like if I had to bet fifty games straight, if he's gonna get twenty, he's gonna get twenty every game. So Giannis, I think he's gonna be dethroning LeBron. Give him two more years. Two more years. What about James Harden? See, this is the thing, though. What made LeBron 
the best player in the world, right? Best player in the world because he just did everything. He scored the ball. He assisted. He rebounded. He played defense. This is before he <laughs> didn't care about defense. Sure. So, I say that because Giannis does all those things. He's he's the defense player candidate. He he can honestly win defense player of the year this year. Can you imagine him winning MVP and defense player of the year? Do you know the ruckus and the chaos that he would cause in the NBA? Like, uh, mm, hey, Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to. Uh. Yeah. So, James Harden, I would say, could be, he's the most entertaining player in the world. He'll be the most entertaining. And even then, Steph Curry's still in the league. So, I don't think – I think the thing that doesn't really put – because you never really hear James Harden dethroning James. You always hear Kevin Durant. You always hear Giannis. You always hear Steph Curry. Those are guys that they kind of do it all. They'll play defense. James Harden, I mean, he's improved on defense. But he's not like a guy that's like, okay, James, you got A. You got Steph tonight. Now, Giannis, you can be an A.O. Giannis, you, you got Kevin Durant. Go guard him. And he's going to do it. That's what separates that best player in the world and just the best player in the league. Like, James Harden is arguably one of the best players in the league. Sure. But if we're saying the world, we're going to look at Kevin Durant. We're going to look at Giannis. We're going to look at Steph Curry. We're going to look at, you know, there's so many other guys that you're going to look at and be like, nah, he, he might be the best player in the world. James Harden, now if you say scoring-wise, oh, shit. Not even close. The man can score anytime he wants. And he's left-handed. He, he does whatever he wants. But as far as dethroning and when I think of greatest player in the world, I'm thinking he fills every single category in which Giannis does that. Kevin Durant does that. Steph, because he's a guard, doesn't necessarily fill every single category, but he fills the categories. Um, you can even say like like guys like Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Those are all guys that fill multiple categories. Like ah, That could possibly make him the greatest player in the world. The only difference is Giannis is like seven foot. And can literally take two steps and be in, <laughs> at the rim, yeah, <laughs> like with no problem. So, um, yeah, I'm going with Giannis. Yeah, I would also say Giannis. Um, I mean, I think everyone's initial thought is Kevin Durant, but like, yeah. like I don't know, just like, like looking at the past couple of years, like is Kevin Durant better now than he was last year? Like has Kevin Durant? There's nothing. And I think that's and that's the thing. Like, there's nothing that says like, "Damn, Kevin Durant's good now." And Giannis is this good now, and he's still ascending. He's still going. He's up. still ascending. He just he like, just got a three point shot this year. Right. Like he's just getting <laughs> better just and better and better. Oh it's wow! Crazy. He's not even twenty seven. It's crazy. <laughs> he's young. Right. Like he's it's scary. It's amazing. So, all right. So Giannis will. Uh, be the one to dethrone LeBron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Next topic. Into the NBA draft we go. Yes, yes, yes. Zion, RJ, Cam, and Ja Morant, among others, yes. all declaring for the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Who will be the number one pick in the so, NBA draft? So, the number one pick will be Zion. Huh. Who should be the number one pick? A little different. Really? Yes. John ja Morant. Ja, and this is why I say this. This is why I say this. You think John ja Morant's the best player in the field? What? Because, okay, so we look look at the debate that we had with Zion and RJ, right? Okay. We always said Zion, he just makes a, a, a very good impact with his athleticism, just his energy. He has a great motor. He can get to the basket. You know, he's 6'7", so he can play pretty much all five positions. You know, because small ball, um, and he'll be—he'll have a, a instant impact just because his energy and his ability, his athleticism, right? What we say for RJ is skillfully he's ready, and even then, going through the tournament, I was like, ah, RJ skillfully is better than Zion, but is he that far ahead? There are games where RJ literally just put his head down, and just drove left hard, and didn't put it up. That's not gonna happen in the NBA, buddy. You're gonna have to get a right hand. Oh my god, you know. So, those are two things that we always debated with RJ Zion. Who's going to go with number one? Who's gonna... And then John Morant <laughs> bursts onto the scene. First NCAA Division One player to ever average 20 and 10. That's 
It was pretty tough. Trey Young was on the verge of doing it, and then he sucked the second half of the season. Explosiveness. This guy's dumb athletic. No wonder he's on the same team as, as Zion AU. <laughs> like, n- that'd be so fun. Oh, I'll just throw it up to one of them. One of them will go get it. Sure. So athletically, fills all fills all the spots. Speed and jump. Has it all. Good shooter. He's a very good shooter. Clearly can facilitate. He's a good defender. If we're talking skill, if we're talking who's NBA ready, and I'm and I'm talking literally, like just filling all the John Morant's that guy. Zion, we already know he's gonna have to work. He's gonna work on shot, working on a little. Well, he's a good ball handler. I think he should, he could be a little bit better. Um, being able to pull up, hit a 15 footer jump shot, you know, off a pull up, and kind of not even post up. I feel like. People say you should post it. Like, no. Like, that's not the game. People are going to look at you like, why the why the hell are you posting up? So, uh, there's some things you can point out in, in, in Zion's game that he needs to work on. Same thing with RJ. Cam. Cam Reddish. He, you are he's, – he's – He should have stayed. Yeah, he should stay. Uh, but, John Morant, honestly, you know who I, he reminds me of? Russell Westbrook. 2.0. Russell Westbrook didn't have a shot coming out of, you know, out of college. Was – much like Zion, but shorter. Very athletic, explosive, got after it, had a great motor, and that's what made him better. That's what that's what intrigued teams to go after him. That's what intrigued Thunder to go after him so early. John Morant has all that, and he has the skill to go with it. So, Zion will go number one. You don't want to be the general manager to say, ah, I didn't take Zion. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to be that. And I think that's the only thing about John Morant, and it's not even – necessarily because of John Morant. It's just because of what people will perceive four years down the line. If I if I take John Morant first, let's say he's just an average point guard and Zion bursts onto the scene, people are going to be like, you idiot. That was the easiest one possible. Now, if it's the other way around, John Morant bursts onto the scene, you know, four years later, he's a freaking all-star. They're like, dang it, we missed out on John Morant. So would you rather people think you're an idiot for not taking the guy that everyone thought you should take or do you want to be the genius? Guy? Yeah, exactly. Do you want to be the genius to say, ah, I took John Morant and, you know, it worked out? Because those guys are going to be like, ah, okay. There's a lot of teams. There's three other teams that missed out on John Morant. Okay. We get it. You don't want to be the guy that missed out on Zion. And he, it's like, what were you looking at? I mean, it's just crazy because Zion, like, we look at Zion and it's like, this is, a, this is the next generational guy. Like, he's here. Like, like, that's the thing with Zion. Like, we look at this gigantic, massive 19-year-old. Exactly. And he, it's the same, like, bigger than LeBron James yes. right now. 285, 6'7", I mean, jump out the gym. Right. Like, like how, that's, that's a dream. how do you not pick, him. pick this guy? Exactly. And so that's the, and that's the thing. He will go number one. No one's going to be like, ah, yeah, we're going to go John Morant. Like, no one's going to do that. Just because... He's just something that we've never seen before. Like, I wouldn't even say we've never seen before. He's a different form of what we've seen. We've seen this before with Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's 6'6", very explosive, powerful dude. He's just not as athletic as Zion Williamson, who can literally jump over the rim. So, and that's, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I think I think John Moran's better than Zion. I really do. I think Zion's just, he's just that type of player you just don't want to pass on. Because, like you said, he's once... He's just like that generational player that you're like, and you at least know like I mean even if Zion it's it's gonna be hard for Zion Williamson to reach the potential that I feel everyone has, has set for, him, for yeah. him. Yeah, like the level of the level of expectation for Zion right now is you need to be the next greatest player on the planet. Like that, you need to be that good. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be in the conversation of the greatest of all time. That it feels like is where Zion's expectation has been set by everyone else around him. But I don't know. It's just crazy. But I, I think, and when people, and I hate, why do you, I hate when people say, "Oh, he's the next LeBron." He's not. He's not. LeBron. The things that he did in high school were nothing. Zion. No. Right. LeBron was a point guard. <laughs> like he did what he wanted. He get he get pass. He get shoot. He didn't. Zion literally just dunked the ball, powered you down, dunked on you. Right. There's certain attributes that LeBron has that Zion 
really hasn't developed yet. Like, he's not able to just be like, now he's he, he can take it off the rebound and just go on a break. Yeah, that's true. But he's not going as, oh, I'm going to take it on a break and see what I got. It's I'm going on a break and no one's in front of me, really. I'm going to try to tear the rim down. It's different. LeBron's going on a break like, okay, let me see if I can find somebody for a three, find somebody for an easy layup. No, Zion's going with reckless abandon, like, I'm going to dunk on you and try to rip this rim off. So, I mean, Zion will go number one, though. Jot is better. Huh. Very good. Mm-hmm. 4QC. Prediction, period. It is time for the 4QC Prediction, period. Uh, brought to you by Melatonin. I yeah. love Melatonin. You love Melatonin. I've been popping those every night ever since I got this bottle. You sound like a drug. Sleeping so good. Sleeping great. Great. Okay. With my sweet melatonin. All right. So, first question of today's prediction period. Has Kevin Durant plateaued? Is this the best of Kevin Durant we will ever see? Is it only going to get worse from here? I don't think it gets worse. I think... uh we won't necessarily see him like do things that we never seen before, but we definitely will see. I, I will see an increase. I think once he leaves the Warriors, we'll see an increase of like, okay, this is what really Kevin Durant would be like if he was by himself. I think right now he's plateaued. Like, this is the best he can be with the Warriors. Warriors. Yes, yes. This is the best he can be with the Warriors. Interesting. All right. Uh, next question: How far into the postseason will the Toronto Raptors go? Where mm. where are they going? Cause let's see. Boston they might have to see Boston. Huh. Interesting. That's tough. Because they're gonna have a they're gonna have a series in the series with magic. Hmm. Hmm. I think they Wow. I think they lose in the second round. To who? I mean because if they let's see, yeah, one eight, they're second, so they will play four or five, which is who's that? Boston and I hate the East. I literally can never remember anyone in the East. <laughs> like literally, I know Milwaukee, Boston, Sixers, and Raptors. Um, up oh, this isn't it either. Oh, don't. Ah, crap. I got it. Being unprepared. You freaking idiot. Dang it. Anyway, Celtics. Oh, the Pacers. Yo, mm. whoa. That, yeah, I think they lose in the second round. I think this Pacers team is better than people think. Raptors losing in the second round. Second round. No, 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 no. Here, all right. They, the Raptors, after beating the Magic, will play the winner of the 76ers and the Nets. After that... Is the Eastern Conference Finals? That's not right. Uh, why I'm would looking they? At it right why here. would they make the one seed player four or five? They're the one seed. They're gonna have the easier road. Kyle. That's Kyle. It goes one eight yes. four five three six two seven. Because the Rockets are a four seed on the west side. West side. We Western west Conference side. playoffs. <laughs> We're on the west side. I'm telling you. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm telling you, dude. This is, but this is it. But what? Kyle, think about this I'm though. looking at it right now. No. I'm telling you, Kyle. Why would they have the one? We're gonna seat get embarrassed. I'm telling you, okay. Kyle. Like this is it. Yes, it is. Can someone help me out? Like I wish nope. someone else was here to. Oh my goodness. This is insane. You. I'm telling you. Kyle, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, no. This is the play. This is the playoffs. Celtics Pacers are four and five. They'll play the winner of Bucks Pistons. I'm telling you. That's what did you say? Alright. Anyway, Raptors are losing in the first round. I don't care. <laughs> Moving on. That was ridiculous. Who has the best shot to knock out the Golden State Warriors in these playoffs? Houston? What? Houston? I mean Houston. Not the Bucks? Not that, your that, not That means they're making it to the finals. They I mean I'm saying that, mean, that yeah. counts. Oh, if they make okay, it to the then, finals, yeah, they could be knocked out. The Bucks and I would say Houston. Alright. Very good. Uh who 
Final question. Who will have the best career of the 2019 NBA draft class? Hmm. NBA giraffe class. Why'd you say that again? <laughs> giraffe. Okay. Long stop. neck animal. Please stop. Uh, I will say um, best career. Wow. It also depends what this what this lottery is going to do. I feel like the teams will contribute to this career. But I will say John Morant will have the best career. I just saw the 19th. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be Zion. Oh, okay. Hmm? Man, that's I'm, a, I'm a front runner. Okay. Pretty, pretty boring answer. Mm-hmm. So, but that is all is. we got. Mr. Wow. Moore. Wow. We came to the worst part of the show. We got to go. Anyway, thank you for listening to Fourth Quarter Cast. And yeah, bye. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dang, man. Uh, but you can listen to us anywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. It's just pretty much everywhere. iHeartRadio. We'll be everywhere. We got a website, too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's uh, fourthquartercast.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. 4TH4. The, the, the number 4TH. Quartercast can't spell. Well, I mean, come on, dude. Like, come on. It's it's embarrassing. But, Cap, where can they follow you at? Underscore JCap underscore Northern Whale. No, I listened to you guys practice yesterday. It was kind of, like, pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> we played the same song, like, yeah. 12 times. <laughs> Literally. But you can follow me, more Kyle, please, on Twitter. More Kyle, too, on Snapchat. And... Everyone, please enjoy this weather. It's supposed to be like 72 Thursday. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Anyway, peace out. Goodbye.